Dreaming about something big is a sign that you think you can still win. The moment you stop dreaming, that yeah. means you've given up. That's a problem. People who think they can still win do not procrastinate. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of The Design Life Show. In episode 49 of TDLS, I sit down or I had the opportunity to sit down with Sian C. Sian is a serial entrepreneur, founder of four companies here in the sunny Philippines, such as SEO Hacker, Kiris, Siegel Brand, and Workplace. And he's also the author of a book called CEO at 22. In this episode, we talk about his ground-up stories, how he was able to monetize his passion for writing, the importance of dreaming big, and simple writing and SEO strategies for you to get started today, and productivity tips for struggling creative entrepreneurs, and much, much more so hopefully you'll enjoy this podcast episode with Sian. it's a rare opportunity to sit down with such great person like him and i'm sure you will learn a lot of things from this episode uh, as much as i do right so and for those who are listening or for those who are really keen to support the show you can go to the designlifeshow.com that's the designlifeshow.com and you can learn more about this podcast and don't forget to subscribe or leave a review on apple Podcasts or itunes in that way you are helping me to reach more people and yeah let's go jump in into this week episode so without further ado i hope you enjoy this episode You're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jay Christ, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of TDLS. And I'm super pumped right now because uh, this is one of the person that I want to be, uh, you know, to invite on my podcast. So I am really grateful to have him on the show. So uh, C So probably you've known or you've heard the name, but we will know more about it. How how he, uh, you know, we will know more about his journey and his achievement right so Sian how are you welcome to the podcast and thank you so much for carving some time to be on the podcast yep thank you for having me Jay and uh, glad to be here cool so yep uh, for those who you know uh, to, just to give context in this episode can you share a little bit about your background and your uh Uh, you know a little bit about your personal life to to give uh, to those who are listening or to those who don't know CNC. Um, so I'm a serial entrepreneur. I founded uh, four companies, and by God's grace, they are all profitable. That's SEO Hacker, Queries, Sigil, and Workplace, which is a co-working space in BF Paranaque where I also live. I am also a father of two beautiful boys and a husband to a very lovely lady. 
And I'm a born-again Christian. I believe the Bible, and I've read it for 13 times already. I am on my 14th run of the Bible. And um, I'm also the author of CEO at 22. It's a book that I have published uh, when I was 28 years old, and I finished the book when I was 25. The editing took uh, a bit long. And um, I love basketball. I love playing computer games. Something I'm doing right now is building and growing my aquaponic system in the backyard. Wow. So, yeah, that's pretty much uh, what I've been up to lately. Wow. That, that's uh, a lot of, uh, you know, topic to be, <laughs> to be discussed on that. So, uh, before, uh, just to, you know, I, I, I'm really curious what's your journey before, you know, starting this, uh, this, uh, uh, these companies you have right now. And can you share a little bit about uh, your experiences growing up and then, is it really your passion or doing or writing or creating uh, something uh, for, for those, you know, to help someone in their life or career? So I grew up in a family of, uh, which has been from rags to survivable, <laughs> not rags to riches. <laughs> my, my mother used to drink from the faucet for her recess and lunch growing up. Mm -hmm. That's how poor she was. And my dad had to work as a, as a bodiguero or cargador in Tagalog in English as someone, as a, as a um, hardware store worker. So he yes. would carry backbreaking loads of hardware to and, from, to and from the trucks. And he did that since he was in third grade. So, my dad was also, uh, I would say, dirt poor growing up. And I, I didn't grow up from a rich family. We uh, had to really earn our way to surviving. And my dad had to really save up uh, to put me through college. When I was 12 years old, I realized I love writing. That's something that I just do. And I would do it even if no one paid me to write. So at an early age, I knew what my passion was. During college, I did not study so well. In fact, I got addicted to computer games and I failed 28 units at De La Salle University. I studied IT, but it wasn't something that I really loved. It was just the time when IT was in demand and my, my parents told me that I should take up IT because... That's what's in, you know, that's, that's what companies are willing to pay for and hire. And so yeah. I said, oh, sure, fine, you know, I'll take up IT. And I graduated thinking that my life would be like the average Joe in the IT industry, getting paid 25000 a month, having HMO and, uh, you know, all of these um, benefits with clothing allowance and that's pretty much it. So I thought, you know, maybe I'm going to get married at 30, 35. I'm going to be able to buy my first house or yeah. mm -hmm. um, three bedroom or two bedroom condo at 40. And so it didn't, it didn't look so good because my philosophy is all is a, uh, you only live once. So you have to do everything on the right time, on the time that you plan it out to be. 
which for me, I want to get married at 25, be able to buy my first house at uh, 30, and be able to live a semi-retired life at 35 or 40. And it, it's, it didn't look so nice to me when I was in, uh, in the corporate world. So graduating, I finally applied in an in a international company, HP. My dad told me you should just climb the corporate ladder because business is so hard. My dad is a businessman. He also owns a hardware uh, distribution store and he basically you know, distributes hardware to the provinces. He's a sales guy of his own company, so he goes out. He He's not at home at least one night because he's selling yep. one night a week. Um, so he told me, you know, business is hard. Taxes are high. You just climb the corporate ladder. That's, that's a better way to go. And uh, I tried, and I wanted to honor my dad, so that's what I did. But on the side, I had SEO Hacker already, which is my first company. SEO is um, is an acronym for search engine optimization. Basically, we manipulate search results in Google. And that's the new way to find businesses because Yellow Pages is not being used so much anymore. Google is the new norm. So since SEO Hacker was growing, I told my dad, you know, maybe you could give me a chance. I want to quit. Uh, working because I want to try and grow this company and he was hesitant and we had a few arguments a few fights here and there and finally he relented and said okay you try it but make sure you have a fallback plan if it doesn't work out make sure you can be employed again because you're gonna quit after five months and it's not gonna look good on your resume yeah so I said yeah you know look at my LinkedIn I have a slew of messages there and they're all trying to hire me for SEO uh, in-house. And this is the salary. And when he saw the salary, he was like, wow, okay, SEO is, is, a, is a good, you know, has a good pay grade. And so I started working on SEO Hacker. I was a freelancer back then, had a, a handful of clients, not a lot. And I finally registered in 2011 of April when I encountered Rockwell. As a, as a client, and they asked me to uh, register as a sole proprietor. A couple of years later, I incorporated it because of SM. Um, they, they don't deal with sole proprietors, so I had to incorporate it. And finally, fast forward today, SEO Hacker, we have around 40 people in our team, all in-house, and uh, more than 40 clients wow. under our wing who we... Uh, provide and empower online to create more revenue for them because people do search. It's a lifestyle. We search every day. And we want those searches, the relevant ones, going to the client's website. So uh, after SEO Hacker, uh, I invested in some businesses and started some of my own as well, which was uh, directly relevant to what I've been doing at SEO Hacker. All my businesses, all my companies are tech companies. Yeah. So uh, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. This this wow. uh, basically a good summary of what yeah. I've been doing. Yeah, that's uh, uh, on the nut in a nutshell, right? So I, I think it's really cool to know your you know the the roots of of your hard work, and I'm really inspired of 
what you did with your company and other things and and with your passion on writing can you share a little bit about your struggles before that uh, i i think uh, there's a lot of creatives right now especially those writers that are just getting started uh, they they find it really hard to start uh, on their passion or on writing so can you share your insight about how can they uh, you know uh, improve or stop procrastination or something like that to improve their productivity and just just to get things done or just get started okay um when i was starting to write my book mm-hmm. i was that this was 2014 i already had a good business going on was already making a living out of it and a respectable living out of it actually so i didn't have to worry about money yeah mm-hmm. what i wanted to do was to write a book and have it published at a young age mm-hmm. it was it has always been a part of my bucket list to be able to write and publish a book wow and so i said okay 2014 i got married and we were expecting my firstborn son soon and i thought to myself if my son gets born i would have a lot less time yeah. to write this book and i might never finish it after the momentum is gone so i told uh, myself that i have to write at least 2000 words a day whether it makes sense or not i have to write it wow. and then i have to edit it and trim it down and prune it as you know as i finally say that it's done and when it's done then that's the time that i can edit it i edit some of the parts out and add some of the missing parts in mm-hmm. so that's exactly what i did i disciplined wow. myself to write 2000 words a day there would be days yeah. when i would not hit 2000 words maybe 1800 maybe 1500 and then it would be draggy and i would think to myself i shouldn't i shouldn't go on so i would stop at 1500 1800 yes. still that's not so bad because yeah. that's still a lot of words mm-hmm. those are still some ideas that mm-hmm. are very valuable that's still my story and the only one who can tell my story is me as far as i'm concerned during that time so even if i missed the mark i was still able to have a lot of momentum and i was able to finish my book actually in I think that uh, that was like three months of uh, three months of writing. Three um, months. So it was quick. I wow. finished the book in three mm. months. Uh, the editing took three years, though. The editing yeah. was quite long because I would uh, be very obsessive compulsive in editing it, and I edited it. I edited it three times in between editors that I hired. So actually, the editing was six times. Uh, three different editors, and in between, so, I would edit it all. And I, I did the final editing as well, personally. So I can assure you that the book has no grammatical errors, and I can also assure you that the book is pretty much streamlined, and the writing voice is uh, preserved. It is how I speak. That's how you would read it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people told has, has told me already that they feel like I'm I'm just you know telling them a story when yeah. they read the book, and it's very easy to read, and yeah. it's actually very um. Very encouraging for me, you know. As a writer, yeah, there will be times where it's hard to write, and that's because you don't receive the encouragement. You don't mm-hmm. receive the the 
the fulfillment the of people yep. reading your stuff. Yes. If no one is reading your stuff, then what's the point of writing? It's, it's, uh, it's a lot of people will tell you, a lot of writers who are proud will tell mm-hmm. you, no, because you just want to write. It's okay. Yes. But the reality is without that fulfillment, you're going to stop at some point in time. We all need it. And that's actually how I stumbled upon SEO, which is my mm-hmm. business. Yeah. Because no one was reading my blog and I had to figure out a way to make it read by people who are really looking for solutions in their life. You see, my first blog was God in You. It's still existent, but I redirected the entire site to my personal website, which is shanc.org. All of my stuffs are there now. And not a lot of people were reading my God in You blog. And I would write articles there about the heart, about my faith, about philosophy, which in my opinion is very important. And I wanted more people to read it and to learn it. So I asked Google. <laughs> how do you apply the SEO part? Yep. Yeah, how, how do you increase <laughs> your readers, right? Yeah. This, this uh-huh. is a very simple question. How do I increase my readers? And Google gave me results which told me you have to do SEO. You have to do SEO. This is how you increase your readers. So that was... Um, our and so I looked around. What's SEO? How do you do it? What are the best practices? And during that time, there was no real authority in the field and industry of SEO. So there were a lot of naysayers, like do this, do that. And you're not sure if it's going to work. You're not sure if Google is going to penalize you for it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. You just have to try it out for yourself. So I did. And when I... When I was trying out these experiments in my website, I created another blog, which is SEO Hacker. And that was the blog where I would write all of my experiments, all of the things I learned. I would journal it there. And I didn't realize it, but people were reading and sharing my stuff because they thought it was good. So when they commented that, you know, I love your strategies, I love this, that you learned this, this worked for me. I saw I saw those comments and I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe I could turn this into a business. Yeah. And mm-hmm. sooner than later, there were people who were asking me, can you do SEO for me? And that's how it started. And a lot of clients, and you have a lot of clients right now, right? So it's probably one of the, I think it's really cool to know how you was able to, you know, uh, monetize it the, the the passions you have in your in you growing up and and i'm i'm just curious Shan, how how do you you know how do you uh kind of uh try to not and uh, you know i i think a lot of creatives or or even the filipinos are really unfocused right now so how do you you know maximize the the time you putting uh on your work, right? So stop procrastination to, to, to really focus on the things that you love. Can you share your insight or just a little bit about your uh, experience about that? A lot of Filipinos and people who procrastinate in life have given mm-hmm. up. That's the problem. 
they've given up on their dreams. Mm-hmm. You see, mm-hmm. dreaming about something big is a sign that you think you can still win. The moment you stop dreaming, that yeah. means you've given up. That's mm-hmm. a problem. People who think they can still win do not procrastinate. And it's so easy to procrastinate right now because there's so many things that you can do that would just eat up your time. Mobile games, videos, Netflix, YouTube, so many things that would try to get your time. And you know, Netflix, uh, I remember I watched a spokesperson from Netflix say, uh, you know, our competitors are not Hulu, it's not YouTube, it's actually any form of entertainment. Whether it's wine, whether it's social gathering, yeah. whether it's uh, mobile games or computer games, that's also our competition. And I was so amazed that their competitors were not other video streaming applications. It was actually entertainment in general. And that's because they want your time. Time is one of the most precious things we all have. And it's limited to 24 hours a day. And the waking hours limited to around 16 to 18 hours a day. That's all we have. If they can get two hours out of it, they're happy because you're also paying them for it. But those two hours could easily be used to build your dreams. Problem is, you've given up on your dream. So the reason why people procrastinate, the reason why people do not achieve something big in their life is because they've given up. If they have not and they're still dreaming and dreaming big, they will not procrastinate yeah th- i think that's really uh that's really on point right now because uh i think uh, i ha- i i just stumbled upon a, a, a an article about the the dreams or i think and uh, seven out of ten of filipinos don't have a dream so it's alarming right or i i, it's, I think it's it's kind of you know it's time to shaking up or disrupt that culture we have right now or the thing that we are, <laughs> that the things that are going on right now. So I, probably um, one of the best thing, like what Sian said, is to really focus on or find the dream that and dream big, right? And take action on it. So Sian, how, I, I, I'm, I'm curious, right? So you're a husband, a father, and then uh, uh, a business owner. Right, so I'm just curious. How do you, you know, there's a lot of things that's going on with your life. So can you share your, you know, uh, your routine on on a, on a daily basis? Do you have any routine, or it's a different day every day? I think there's a lot of creatives out there that you know don't have any systemized process, especially business owner, right? So or or so to speak. I don't know what, right? So probably. Uh, yeah. I, I always said to, to my podcast that if you have a, uh, if you have a 360 degree full view of your day or if you of your uh, task or whatever you are doing, it's probably one of the great way or to win to win the day, right? So can you share your insights about that, or can you share your routines on a daily basis for those who are just curious on how you? get things done yeah so um honestly routines are not set in stone for me because Mm -hmm. there will be days where i will just be in the office working but those are rare occasions usually those are mondays or thursdays because 
those are the days where uh, my cars are coding. Mm-hmm. And Mondays is very important for me to be in the team because that's when we have our structured meeting, you know, leadership commit, uh, committee meeting. So I have to be there. Thursdays are my legwork days. That's the only day where I can answer all of my emails, write some blog articles, set my personal meetings here in the team. I have 40 people. There will be times where a lot of them would want to, you know, meet with me and have at least 30 minutes with me on a, yeah. a sit-down, heart-to-heart talk. Tuesdays and Wednesdays are for going out and meeting clients, potential clients or current clients, alignments, and so on. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, yes. I, I'm in BF Paranya. Okay. Usually, my clients are all the way in Quezon City and Makati and BGC and Manaluyong. So, I have to go north. And usually, when I go north, mm-hmm. my accounts managers would schedule a lot of meetings for me already so that my time would be used um, wisely. Fridays, I prefer not to have meetings because of the traffic, but there would still be times such as tomorrow when I have meetings up north. So all of my weeks are different from each other. There would be weeks where I have to to have some meetings on Thursdays. Those are very rare. But today was one of those days. I had a yeah. meeting in Mandaluyong early. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so nothing is set. What mm-hmm. I do know is in the morning, I usually have some personal time with my kids and going to the backyard to tend to my uh aquaponics system mm-hmm. which is pretty much a small ecosystem a, eco, a small eco farming system wow. which I need to mm-hmm. do that's um, that relaxes me it's kind of a hobby I have some tilapias there in the backyard and um, wow. also some some greens growing on the on the grow bed and night such as tonight <laughs> I have some extra meeting. <laughs> Yes. I have some uh, proposals I need to wrap up, especially it's Thursday. It's the only day I can have yeah. my legwork done. Mm-hmm. Uh, after this podcast, I actually have some proposals that I need to send. Yep. And after that, I have dinner at home. And uh, thank God my, my house is only a few minutes away, uh, walking distance, actually. Cool. Mm-hmm. And I, I relax at home. I have some time with the kids, with my wife. My wife works with me, so she she pretty much was with me the entire day. Um, but I still have some personal time with her at home. Sometimes we talk about work and business. Sometimes we don't. It's mm-hmm. good. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I, I sleep around 11 to 1, somewhere in between, depending on um, my my level of tiredness and uh, <laughs> lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty much how my yeah. days yeah, I I think you're uh, you're doing a lot of good stuff, and and then it's it's really I'm just really curious how you you know uh, structure your day, and there's uh, I think it sums up na walang uh, one uh, you know picks or uh, there's no one fits to all solutions, right? So it's probably a lot of us are kind of you know, try to get up with at five AM and sleep at nine PM. So probably it's it's really it's really different with every individual. So yeah, but that's really cool. So, and do you have any app or tools recommendation with when it comes to uh, writings or SEO? Can you share your favorite apps or recommendations for our listeners 
who are really keen on doing SEO on and writing? Yeah, so we do have the list of softwares that we use as a team in our blog, seohacker.com. You'll find there a link on our main navigation bar and the name is Toolbox. In that Toolbox section, you will see the entire list of the tools we use. Queries is there, which is my second company. It's a software as a service. Mm-hmm. Um, that's It's a software that's also... CRO related conversion rate optimization, mm-hmm. which is a very very big part of our uh, business as well. You can use queries to run microservices in your website, and a lot of people all over the world use it. Uh, Ahrefs is there, Semrush is there, been a long time partner. Screaming Frog is there, AccuRanker is there, SE Ranking is there, Hotjar. We use a lot of, of software. OmniConvert is there. Yeah. And this is, these are all top of mind. I'm not looking at our toolbox page right now as I speak. Yes. But these have been partners that I dearly uh, value. Inspectlet is there. And so these are companies who have partnered with us as we were growing as a company. And we use them every day. And if you want to use them too, uh, I strongly recommend them. Uh, I have the link in that toolbox area. You can do, use that link to get a discount um, mm-hmm, if yep. you're going to try it out. There are also they also have a 15 day free trial. Most of them do. Some of them have 14 days. Some of them have a free forever uh, program or package that you can use. So there's really no risk, and you can also yep. have um, your your money back when you don't like the service. Uh, some of the Software I use personally, I think the most important one is Google Calendar because that actually yeah. <laughs> helps me prioritize my and know yes. what's going to happen for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, I, I will surely put all the uh, put the links on our show notes. So what Sian mentioned in this uh, episode, I will surely put that on our links uh, on our link section. Just scroll down, whoever listening listening on this podcast. So yep. Uh, I think it's really, you know, cool to know all the all the things that you are doing and how how you prioritize your day. So, uh, big questions here. And is is it uh, too late to start on writing or, you know, to start in SEO right now? It, it's uh, I think a lot of people ask that question. Uh, can you share your insight or, or or your best practical advice for for those who are really keen on doing SEO? or writing uh, something online? I think, I think that SEO and uh, being an online writer, there is no time limit for that. If you want to do it now, you want to do it tomorrow, you want to do it yesterday, you can because it's timeless. There is nothing that will yeah. be replacing search mm-hmm. in the near future. Yep. People are going to be using Google search for generations to come. That's how it's going to be. And if search is existent, so is SEO because Google only wants to show relevant results to everyone. Yeah. If their results are irrelevant, then they will get phased out, such as what happened to MSN Search and Yahoo Search. Now, not a lot of people are using them because the relevance level became very low. They did not take care of their engine. And Google wants to take care of their engine. This is why they also need SEO companies and SEO um, 
personalities like me so that we can influence the entire web to make their websites better. Because the essence of SEO is simple. Yeah, yeah. If you have a good website, you have great information, you are a fantastic resource, we will rank you higher. Wow, yeah. It, I think that's really practical for, for all those who are, uh, you, you, uh, I think this is one of the best you know, advice that I've heard from, a, from, a, from an expert like Sian. So uh, for those who are listening, yeah, you know, just get started on it, right? So just do it. And how about CN? What's your thoughts about voice search? I think a lot of, you know, marketer or gurus right now are really, you know, pushing this uh, search or voice search thing. Have you heard it? I don't know if if it's the right term right now or yes. yep. Have you I heard think, it? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, uh, we have written we have written articles in it in our blog actually about it. Um, The thing is, voice search does need good and respectable bandwidth, which here in the Philippines is a struggle. Honestly, our bandwidth here is inconsistent, is problematic, (laughs) and we don't know who the providers are. I will not name them, but there's only a couple (laughs) of them. We already know them, right? If bandwidth is going to improve the way it has been improving in other developed countries Mm -hmm. like South Korea, Hong Kong, Singapore, Mm -hmm then I think voice search will be more adaptable. Uh, router education is also a problem here. Usually we use what? The PLDT router, yeah, which yeah. is mm-hmm. honestly the routers that your ISPs give you, whether it's PLDT or it's Globe or SmartBro, whatever it is, that router sucks. That's the truth. I am not trying to bash them. Yeah. It's a bad router. It's China-made. It's... It's uh, 100%, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the least, uh, uh, it's the necessary thing. It's a minimum viable product. That's it. So you have to buy your own router, which will be able to serve your house and which will be able to optimize your network uh, and the radio channels that it's using. My suggestion, just buy the Google Wi-Fi router. I mean, that works fantastically well. It's a little bit expensive. Uh, I think it's 6000 7000 but so are the Asus gaming routers. It's also very expensive. So just go with the Google Wi-Fi router. So all of these things mm-hmm. have to be consideration for you to be able to use voice search in a way that is productive, that makes life really easier for you. If you're able to do that, good for you because voice search is very comfortable to use. I mean, when you wake up, you just talk to your Google Home or your Alexa and you're good to go. Hey, Alexa, I'm leaving home. Yeah. And then Alexa will you know, look at your Google Calendar or your Outlook Calendar yes. and put the, the location where you're going and finally put it in your ways or in your Google Maps. I mean, it automates a lot of things for you, but it's nice to have. It's not... It's not something that you cannot live without, right? Like air or water yes, or food. Yes. It's nice to have. So voice search is something that's nice to have. Honestly, if voice search is around, right now. you can mm-hmm. still search in your mobile phone and in your laptop. <laughs> and it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. So it's a hype. That's my opinion. Yeah. Yes, it's gaining popularity. But doesn't mean you can, cannot live without it. Yeah, that's it. I think I, you answered the questions uh, really on point and really, uh, really. I think one of the best answer that I've heard. So probably uh, I, before we wrap up this show or this episode, uh, uh, can you you know if you go back, you know, uh, 
10 years from now or 20 years uh, from now, uh, what, what's your, you know, what's your best practical advice for yourselves as, uh, you know, trying to uh, write something and uh, be productive and just to monetize your passion? Can you, can you share your best practical advice for yourself, for your younger self? Um, that will be <laughs> to keep going. <laughs> because um, honestly, yeah. I am very blessed and very yeah. contented mm, yeah. and happy with the where key. I am now. Yeah, I have been able to live life mm-hmm. that is accountable to my God. I have a clean conscience. I do business with very high integrity, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, rep- my reputation is one of the things I value most. And during that time. I needed to experience the hardships of bringing up a startup business, facing, uh, how do you say, facing opposition from even my yeah. own employee. Mm-hmm. I needed yeah. to learn those lessons. Mm-hmm. I will not warn myself 10 years ago that, oh, you're going to be facing this and that. <laughs> you should be careful. No, because I think I needed to face those things to learn. If I did not, I would not be the man I am today. I would not be able to grow. I would not be able to create the processes, create the the parameters that we've been able to create, create the culture that we have now in this company, which is a fantastic culture and which has been able to pull us together as a team in unity as a family, as the second family of everyone. This is the thing that I, this is really the thing that I would tell myself 10 years ago, just keep going. Keep the faith and just yes. keep going. Yeah, that's it. I think uh, that's really cool. And yeah, uh, before we, you know, before we send the listeners to the links that are whatever you would like to promote, uh, what what we can, uh, you know, for all these achievements you have, for all the struggles and the journey, that's really an amazing journey. Uh, so to speak, uh, and I'm really inspired for all the things that you've done right now. And I'm I'm really looking up to you because uh, for, uh, for those who are listening, I I I first saw Cian on the on the freelancer fair. So that's an event uh, which is uh, here. I think what uh, what are the things that you've shared? It's really inspirational and including the book right that that you write uh, for for all the for all those who you know to to get back on their dreams and start doing it right so do you have anything to you know looking you know uh from now 10 years uh, or from now uh, or 2 years from now what's what's your plan can you share your goals or vision with all the stuff you are doing and the great stuff uh, you are doing right now. Can you share for for all those? If you would like to share it, <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, one thing that I am looking very much forward to mm-hmm. is to be able to create a staff house that is very very happy to be in for my team members. We want to have you know PlayStation Four and you know, big sixty five inch LED TV and. All of these things, like in that staff house, where wow. because it's mm-hmm. their second home. Yeah, I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. work is where they spend most of their waking hours in. It's mm-hmm. not really their parental family. 
So I'm very thankful to their parents actually for loaning them to me uh, as my team members. They are my adopted children. And for me, providing a second home to them is also a dream. Um, a part of me wants it to happen. And so uh, in the next two years, that's something that I hope to be able to achieve. And with that, also a, a bigger and better office for all of my team members. Mm-hmm. It's all about the team. I want to take care of the quality of their lives better. That doesn't mean I want to spoil them. I don't want to spoil them. They need to face <laughs> yes. pain for them to grow. And I need to face pain for me to grow. We never grow in our comfort zones. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's something I'm very excited about. On top of that, I'm also excited about the new startups that we're starting this year. I'm starting at least two startups this year. It's experimental, whether it fails or succeeds. Uh, the important thing is me and my team members learn from it. Uh, when it succeeds, then it's a blessing. When it's not, then it's okay. At least we learn something from it. And another thing is to get some of my life back because I have all of these businesses running for me. I've been very busy and I need some of my life back to be able to be family and my yeah. kids and, and uh, at least for myself as well. Yeah, I, I'm really great to have you on the show, Sian. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation and I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, for those who are listening, uh, where can they find you online or wh- what is the best links uh, to reach you out? So my website is shransi.org. That's spelled as S-E-A-N-S-I dot O-R-G. If you are able to go to that website, you will be able to see all of the talks I've done, some of my videos, if you would like to listen to them. Some of them last 45 minutes to an hour, some of them 15 minutes. I also write my ideas there. I have my blogs there. You can buy my book there. You can subscribe to my newsletter right now. I have an ongoing series called Business Myths. I debunk seven business myths and what the heart of the matter is. We are actually on part seven, so we are about to end the series. But if you can still visit, you will be able to review the first myth all the way to the seventh because it's um, in the form of blog entries. So that's where you can reach me. I'm also on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook and on Twitter. My name is very, very unique. I think I'm the only Sean <laughs> in the entire world. Yeah. My surname is spelled as S-I, not S-Y. Yeah. yeah. Cnc.org. So for those who are listening, uh, you, uh, you, uh, I will surely put all the links on our show notes below. If you are listening to Google Podcasts or, or Apple Podcasts or, or SoundCloud or any of your favorite podcast app, you can scroll down below and you will surely find the links that Cian mentioned, uh, including the recommendations and the tools that he mentioned for those aspiring writers or SEO hackers, so to speak. So, uh, thank you uh, once again, Cian. Thank you so much for carving some time to be on the podcast, and I really appreciate your time today. And hopefully, you'll enjoy uh, you enjoy the episode. And yeah, looking forward to talk to you soon again. Likewise, thank you for having me. See you around, Jay. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening to the Design Live Show. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash tdls 
or go to thedesignlifeshow.com and you can find the donate button on the top to learn more on how you can support the show. And for some cool extra stuff, you can get an access to my private contents like AMAs where I take questions exclusively from Patreon subscribers or check out other stuff I made where I talk about essentialism, design, creativity, and business. I give a lot of value into this podcast that can't be seen anywhere else online. Again, that's patreon.com slash tdls. Thanks for listening to the show and talk to you guys again next week.